0: Hello, my name is Colea, my pronouns are they, them, there. Hi, I'm Celeste Moonchild and my pronouns are she, her, hers. Fantastic, And this is an installation in the polyamorous series that we have at Namashe Podcast. Welcome. So, Car- Carmen, which is what I call you. Yeah, because I have many names. You have many names, and that's how I've always known you. But Celeste, um, what is your part in the community, your job, your identity? Um, I'm...
1: I'm femme that, like, loves to cook and, like, hold food space for people. I like to Ooh. cook for people. Um, and I love to sing. I'm a singer. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. That's who I am. That's who you are. <laughs> um, and how do all of those parts of your identity, including being a polyamorous person, um, affect your wellness needs and your self-care? Yeah. Um, I think
1: for me with being polyamorous is that like I have to check in with myself a lot more because Mm -hmm. there are a lot more voices so I feel like um it impacts my self-care in a way where sometimes it could overshadow it Mm -hmm. so I have to pay that much more attention to Mm -hmm. like whether or not I'm um being uh vigilant and paying attention to myself and what i need as a person to
0: okay. being yeah there's a lot more people in your physical mental emotional space exactly yeah it's a good point um and what do you um when do you know that you need to engage in self-care um i think
1: well uh, recently there's been there's always like a, a little bit of everything it's like I'm a little, I'm slightly tired mm-hmm. or I'm a slightly like, it'll be like a, a bunch of things at once. And okay. It'll be like I'm slightly tired. I'm a little hungry and I'm agitated. And it's like, but just like very slightly to where I might not notice it at first. Mm-hmm. And then as time goes on, if I'm not paying attention, mm-hmm. then it just kind of swells to all being all like parts of my being and my life. Mm-hmm. So, um, like my skin will be dry. Oh. And like, um, um, My hair will be... My scalp will be itchy. And then I might, like, have ate way too much that day. And I'm, like, so bloated. And it's, like, there's slightly... Something that I'm not paying attention to that, like, is leaking out into all aspects of my life. Yeah. And so that's when I'm, like, okay, what's going on here? Yeah. And then try to pay attention to, okay, what do you need right now?
0: Right. Is there something that happens? Like, is there... one thing that always happens first like you mentioned like oh your skin starts feeling dry or my
1: skin being dry oh okay like the thing because the way that I for myself the way that I regiment my self-care starts with my morning routine which has a lot to do with how I take care of my skin because I have eczema and so when I first started thinking about self-care I thought about self care physically Mm -hmm. when I first started on my journey of doing self care for myself. Mm -hmm. So it started with making my own like skin products Mm -hmm. um, and taking care of my face and my skin. So when my skin starts to get dry and flaky, and I'm like noticing it, it's like that's the first thing and the last thing that I like do. Mm -hmm. So it's like that's the thing that I'm not doing. So what's wrong? Okay. Or like what am I not paying attention to?
0: Yeah. So I've talked to a lot of people who. Feel a disconnect between um, their body and between like their mind um, when it comes to self-care. Mm-hmm. And so they are like trying to learn to listen to their body more, mm-hmm. to the signs. Because mm-hmm. your your physical body will yeah, give you signs exactly. when you need to like sit your ass down, right? right? No, yeah. um, but what I've noticed so far is that you have been very, um, very much like my body. I noticed these things about my body. Do you feel like... You lead with your body when it comes to self-care or do you feel like, you know, you balance it all out with like your body, mind and spirit?
1: Um, I lead with my body more because my self-care is a routine. Okay. It's like implemented into my regimen. Oh, that's great. So for for me to start that, it mm-hmm. started with my body because that was the thing that I paid attention to at the time in my life that I started Putting these things in mm-hmm. in my regimen, so when it comes to my self care, I start with the body first because then it it gets me on the path, gets the ball rolling, okay. if you will, of like doing things for myself. Yeah, that are that I could actually physically see. Okay, the the results of so yeah.
0: yeah. Since you are polyamorous, um, do you feel like if you are not engaging in self-care, that it affects how you um, are, how you interact with your different partners? Yes, because it,
1: it it affects the way that I present myself. So, like, if I'm not taking care of myself and I'm not paying attention to um, the things that I need at the time and doing my self-care, I might be presenting to my partner someone who i'm not
0: because
1: Mm. i'm no longer taking care of the person that i am Mm -hmm. i'm trying to turn into whatever you need at the time Mm. so it affects it it makes me be almost more codependent in our relationship because i'm not focusing on who i actually am and more so like pushing that to the side for whatever you need right now in this space okay um so I feel like it creates less of an authenticity with our relationship when I'm not being, uh, when I'm not taking care of myself or doing my self-care.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel like you can be fully engaged in self-care? Um and also be fully engaged with your partner your partners at the same time or is that something where you like need a separation of like space of like I'm gonna go take care of myself or does that make sense
1: yeah I think for me because I would say that like self-care for me is very new oh I'm like probably like in the scheme of things probably like the last Two years really like delved into what self-care looks like for me. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to. um, I lost my train of thought.
0: (laughs) Self-care and being new to it. And you taking care of yourself while also being fully engaged Um, with your partner.
1: Because it's so new. Sometimes I really do need the separate focused time.
0: That makes sense. So
1: I feel like at some point like with anything that i that i do in in all aspects of my life once i do it enough then i, I can do it with my eyes closed i can mm-hmm. do it with a bunch of noise around yeah but at first i always need that time to like separate it out and be mm-hmm. Like this is what i need to focus on so currently for myself i definitely need that space and that time for me to do my self-care away from my relationships
0: okay yeah i think that is really important like I think for, for me I, I've realized that self-care doesn't necessarily have to involve like me, myself, in a like a quiet dark room. Yeah. Because I love that. <laughs> but like <I> mean. <laughs> yeah, no lights. Um, but like being with my partner and um, and like cuddling mm-hmm. or watching a show or playing a game, like that also can involve that also is a way of me taking care of myself. And of course I'm spending time with, but part of it is because I'm spending time with someone who's important to me and Mm -hmm. who like um, pours into me. But it's also like, I'm doing things that I enjoy. And like, it's hard to play a game of Mancala by myself. (laughs) (laughs) So, and I like that game, you know? And like, I feel good when I play that game. So I need another person. And it's great to have, um, for me to have like a partner that I'm able to like, be like I'm I'm doing this for us, but I'm yeah, also doing good, this for good. me, which is also for us. Yeah. Um, do you think that you try to make sure that you do engage in self care and that you do take care of yourself more for yourself or for your partners or for the relationship that you have with your partners?
1: Uh I think up until recently it was definitely for my partners. Mm-hmm. Whereas like currently it's for myself. Mm-hmm. And I think that that part about me being codependent that's something that's a cycle of my life that I'm trying to break mm-hmm. and so I feel like especially with my self-care I've been on the journey of doing it making sure that everything is for myself so I don't turn into uh, a person that I don't recognize yeah for someone else
0: I think it's great that you have that awareness though because I think a lot of times it's whenever you're trying to be like the best partner you can be mm-hmm. it's really easy to become um it's really easy to become like codependent because every part of your existence becomes enveloped by your partner, or your partner. Exactly. And I think that can be really dangerous, mm-hmm. especially if your partner isn't, um, self-aware enough or self-sufficient enough or mm-hmm. self-realized enough to be able to like be their own entity yeah. without you. So, Yeah. Um, how how do you take care of your mind, your body, and your spirit? I know you've mentioned like you have a whole skincare routine, mm-hmm. which your skin is always perfect.
1: <laughs> I think like make like that's one thing that when I'm when I'm like who I'm stressed out, let me make my lotion real quick. Mm-hmm. Or like let me spend the time doing it. like let me make my, my hair oil mixture or mm-hmm. um Because, like I said, it's very much like I take care of my body first. And then I start realizing, oh, when I'm doing this thing, it gives me this quiet space for my mind to think. Mm -hmm. Because these 30 minutes that I'm spending here in silence, my mind working on something that is for my skin, my Mm -hmm. mind is now only focused on me. Yeah. So then... I take that space and I go meditate, or I go for a very long walk, mm-hmm. at like an hour or plus, mm-hmm. just to be with myself in right. nature somewhere, um, or I cuddle with my dog because, <laughs> or I'll make I make um, I'll make his food sometimes, like mm-hmm. things that are just like um, that slow me down. Mm, okay, because I'm always like on the go, and so it's like making my own products or cuddling with my dog or like a slow walk it just brings me back down to center and closer to like my own vibration mm-hmm. while i'm doing something that's also for me yeah so yeah okay. um sleep a little I, bit a clean bed like mm-hmm. the the process of like making like washing all my sheets and my duvet cover and redoing yes. my whole bed and then like taking a shower and like brushing my teeth and then getting in my clean bed uh, clean. Yes. Like that's a moment of uh. like self care for me. Ooh, <laughs> like a man. whole moment. Um feeling, also cleaning I'm feeling crisp cleaning is just a whole thing for me. Uh-huh. When I clean I feel so good. Like let me let me fold clothes. Mm, let me wow. fold clothes for a whole day. <laughs> Uh, I'm Come like, to my
0: house.
1: I, I can do it.
0: for you. I
1: love to fold clothes. Like I did
0: not know that about
1: I, you. I love to fold clothes. It's my thing. Like go to my linen closet.
0: Oh my! God. I am very
1: proud of my linen closet.
0: Oh my gosh! I love that because that is. It's. I'm not gonna say it's the bane of my existence because yeah. that is very dramatic, but I sure do fucking hate it.
1: Oh my! Like literally the other day. The one thing i was super proud of and it was like my self-care thing is we have like four floor-to-ceiling windows in our apartment uh-huh. and i scrubbed them mm-hmm. front and back mm-hmm. like inside and out mm-hmm. and like squeegee them and like they're like perfect windows now <laughs> and like i just sat there with my tea afterwards i was <laughs> just, just like stared out the window i know and that I feeling so happy i was like this feels like me
0: yes yeah i do understand that like i'm like today's a day where I'm scrubbing everything and I like <laughs> sweep and I mop and I dust and I like um dehair the uh the couch yeah. and I like wash all the dishes and I put them away and man and then I just like want to sit at home yeah. and just like look,
1: at, look everything.
0: at everything That's a <laughs> I don't want to watch TV I don't want to do nothing I want to like maybe light an incense and just like look at my clean ass house exactly and then like have one person come over mostly so that they can be in so awe can, of my yeah. clean house. And like, look what I cleaned
1: today yes yeah. you see this table you see this uncluttered table my dishes are actually sparkling because <laughs> I polished
0: them and then I saying. put them away <laughs> yes Boom. I yeah. definitely understand that okay well yeah so you it seems like you do a good job of like cultivating like a clean healthy space for you so that you can get into kind of those like more meditative states Mm -hmm. and you can slow down definitely
1: it's very helpful i wasn't always that way so Mm -hmm. i feel like when i because i I was always really particular about public space like Mm -hmm. the kitchen and the living room but when it came to like my own room, I was like it was always a mess. Mm-hmm. It was just like and I didn't care. And I think once I got into the mind space of like when my space is clean, my mind has is it has the space to roam mm-hmm. to figure out what it wants. Yeah. And it's like because right now when I'm sitting in my color cluttered crazy room, I can't think about anything but cleaning this space. Yeah, and it's, like, yeah. Once that space is clean, I can sit and like actually think, oh, I do want to do that face mask today, or yeah. I do want to go play tennis today, or yeah. um, actually I do want to sit and watch black and white musicals for two days straight. Like,
0: <laughs> but you can yeah. yeah, but
1: I can in my clean room because yeah. everything is done mm-hmm. and um, finished. I feel like that's what it, it makes it everything feel like everything is finished, it's so I can start working on myself. I feel yeah. like that's what the clean space says to my mind.
0: That makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. Um, Something that I think, I believe a lot of people uh, believe about um, the polyamorous lifestyle Mm -hmm. um, is that it eats away at your time um, and that it deprioritizes yourself in a weird way. Hmm. So like if you're being the best partner you can be to, you know, however, you know, tell your partner is then it doesn't really leave a lot of room for you to take care of yourself right mm-hmm. so like spend time by yourself and like go on a long walk mm-hmm. or cuddle with your dog have you found that as you just I don't know you've been kind of as long as I've known you you've been polyamorous mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and I think we've known each other for I think five or six years at this point yeah um I would say it
1: leaves more space for me because within polyamorous lifestyle I've learned that it's not about being the best partner for all of my partners mm. it's about being the best me currently in this space and being able to communicate that mm-hmm. and, sh- and want to share a space as my full self mm-hmm. with someone else so being the best partner to me sometimes could be just being very honest about where I am right now mm-hmm. and it's like okay right now the best partner I can be to you is to tell you that I'm depressed and I need space and I need to stay mm-hmm. in my space and like uh, care to that yeah. and like I would love it if you brought me some soup but if you didn't it, it don't matter anyway because I just <laughs> yeah. need this space and time for myself and it also allows me to not have so much guilt around that because mm. I feel really guilty sometimes about not having available time, Okay. right? But being polyamorous kind of forces you to have that conversation. Like, yeah. I don't have the available time today.
0: Yeah, that's um, such a good
1: point. And I'm giving you the choice to, or I'm giving myself the choice to say, yes, I'm choosing myself today. Yeah. Um. And I think polyamory, for me, that's what it cultivates. It cultivates that space where I choose myself mm-hmm. every day. And then I choose whether or not I want to share that with you.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah remember we were talking about this early earlier off the record um, about how um, different partners bring different offerings mm-hmm. uh, to your life mm-hmm. and um, it's okay if like each partner isn't the same right yeah. like you you don't want oh well, I'm assuming you don't want but like you don't need duplicates of like the same partner right Right. even if you do think they're wonderful Mm -hmm. um and so do you think that there are um certain do you have your partners um in certain spaces in your life like if your life was made up of slots Mm -hmm. right like this partner fulfills this space this need this partner fulfills this these these people provide this does that make sense yeah um i think compartmentalize whoo that's the word yeah
1: so i compartmentalize my life in general same like i'm that's just my natural way of life is Mm -hmm. like everything has its place and when it's not in that place i don't really understand what's going on Mm -hmm. um i feel like i I do want to say that like i've been in a bunch of different poly lifestyles like configurations yeah configurations that's Mm -hmm. the word um And every configuration has brought new challenges and opened my eyes to new things. I would say that currently I like the compartmentalization because Mm -hmm. um, it's helping me reveal more sides of myself in a more controlled way versus it being like, here's all of me, all the time, everyone, Um, which can be a lot, which which is actually how I would love to exist my ideal way of existing would be to be able to share all of me with all of my partners that I have at the time
0: wow um, really
1: as like a, my full self
0: yeah okay um do you feel like you're hiding other parts of yourself or you feel like you're highlighting parts of yourself I feel
1: like previously was definitely like I'm hiding or just molding molding like oh I like to do this but or like I love to hike mm-hmm. so because you like to camp I'm going to say I like to camp because it's kind of similar to the same thing because mm. it's outdoors Okay, you know what I'm saying like yeah. I start to mold it to a different yeah. even though it's kind of the same but it's just not me
0: yeah you exactly know?
1: Um, I feel like now it's more, of a, it's more of a highlight like I'm hanging out with you because I like to do this thing and you like to do this thing so we're going to like to do it together mm-hmm. but Ultimately, I would love, I would even love to, like, be in a space where all of my partners could, like, we could all hang out in a space. Really? All of the same Have you time. ever had that? Uh, not ethically.
0: Ooh. Okay.
1: Not, like, in a happy space where everybody mm-hmm. is feeling good about the space of mm-hmm. everybody sharing okay.
0: space. I understand that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
0: What is, it? it's called, like, kitchen table polyamory or some shit. Have you heard of that? No. What is that? Ugh. God, I don't even know if that's the right word. Kitchen table, breakfast table. It's basically like what you were describing of your partners all being able to, like, quote, sit around the kitchen table and, like, not necessarily be, like, fully in each other's lives, like, as metamors, but, like, oh, I remember that you'd had this, you know, like, just engage with each other um, and not necessarily centering the person who is at the center yeah um of whatever configuration
1: no yeah and that's kind of it's kind of like um when you have sunday dinner with all of your relatives mm-hmm. and like they're not all in your immediate family but you're yeah. all like hanging out and have your own little stories mm-hmm. of, and you all have time, your own you relationships know? with each other exactly and stuff like that yeah that's but, exactly what it is so that's that's kind of what i when i think of my ideal polyamorous situation i think of that okay because poly looks different for everybody it does i would like i would like to say that because people just think that when i say polyamorous sometimes it's just like they think one type of relationship yeah and i think that's very interesting when because when i think of monogamous relationships i don't think that they're all the same i don't like think of monogamous but i mean like i think of like so, like, if one of your parents is deployed and one is not, that, that's a different mm, monogamous relationship than someone who, um, y'all are, have, your grandparents could have date, like, been together for 30 years and never got married, or, yeah, wow. like, my aunt and her boyfriend have been together for four years, and their relationship, like, everybody just says, like, that's her husband. Yeah. But then, like. I have a another group of people that like they're married, but they like don't consider themselves like husband and wife, okay. and it's like these are all monogamous relationships, and they all look different. That's so such like, a good point. For polyamory, is like the same exact
0: thing. Yeah, just more possibilities. Just more possibilities. <laughs> exactly. Just There's so just many more many, possibilities. More variables to move around. Do you have one that you find to be particularly favorable, like as far as the con- configurations of uh, polyamory? Um. We were just talking about
1: this because we were talking about hierarchical versus.
0: Mm-hmm. I feel like what's the, the opposite of hierarchical? I don't know. <laughs> I was I, hoping I don't you were know gonna the say actual it. Name. It probably has the word like equal. I yeah, know.
1: some somewhere in there.
0: Yeah, I don't know.
1: Um, <laughs> currently, for my lifestyle, I would go with the opposite of the hierarchical, <laughs> just because being single and poly. You're you're almost. Which is what you are? Yes, which is what I am currently. Mm -hmm. Um, You get to be in a space where you're dating all of these people, but your home life, Mm -hmm. I guess I would say. Like when I go home, I go home to myself. Mm -hmm. I go home to my space and my time, and and then I choose to lend that out versus when I have been in hierarchical relationships where I live with my primary partner, Mm -hmm. and then we both had secondary or other primary partners in that space and trying to figure out you know who who gets what time or what space or what is for who for which time and Mm. I feel like um it's more of like a group effort it's more of a group effort and it's more of a group effort for us to be really really transparent about what we need and Mm. also to be very understanding and give lend a lot of grace to each other and ourselves as to what we receive Based off of what we're expecting. Whew. Say that again. Okay. So it, it makes every person to be so much more a part of the the choices that are happening. Because you have to... Um, <laughs> say, say that again. Um, <laughs> what did I say? No, I, that's what i was like asking. You have to...
0: It makes every person essentially be
1: responsible. Be responsible for their own feelings. Mm-hmm. Be responsible for um, communicating those, mm-hmm. and then also be responsible for not putting too much expectation on what you're expecting to receive from your relationships. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, in hierarchical relationship, is like if we all want Christmas together, but. We live together, so therefore we're having our Christmas together. You mm-hmm. might get an hour for Christmas. Yeah, and you have to be okay with that because their family are going to come here to our house mm-hmm. for us to have this Christmas dinner. And then yeah. they might spend a little time with you, yeah. but that has to be like a whole conversation for all yeah. of us to come to an agreement with.
0: Yeah. And I think sometimes that can be, that can be really difficult if essentially one person in the cluster um, and the relationship isn't really putting in the work. Yeah. Like, isn't taking care of themselves mm. and isn't like putting in the work of being honest about their feelings because yeah. that's a huge part about polyamory mm. that's like in my own personal opinion uh, as someone who feels uh, sometimes way too much like is like not really my favorite part. You know, of like even though I enjoy like understanding myself and even though I enjoy like always working towards like uh being a self-realized person Mm -hmm. like dealing with emotions constantly because you don't want to fuck your shit up you don't want to fuck your partner up you don't want to fuck your other partner up you don't want to fuck your partner's partner which Mm -hmm. would be a metamor up like so you have to do the work yeah and i think like it you can feel whenever one or more people aren't really doing the work.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, because it fucks up like, you know, two two partners away mm-hmm. kind of thing. And you're like, why am I feeling you away know, whenever such on? and such is such and such, such and such is not doing the work. Right. You know? And so I think that finding your little what is that word polycule? Yeah. I don't love that uh, word. So I'm gonna same. say group of Mm -hmm. people um poly group um like finding a group of people um who are willing to and capable of and intentional about like inspecting their feelings and inspecting their motives and their priorities is like what a treat
1: I, and being able to ex, express that to each other yes because the communication like great you know how you feel but can you tell me so yeah. I don't step on those feelings yeah. unintentionally exactly Um, even though I'm not your partner you know what I'm saying because mm-hmm. that sometimes it's like we're, we have the same partner but we're not partners but right. you need to sometimes you would need to talk to me about hey I'm feeling this way about when you do this this and this mm-hmm. and being comfortable in that space to be able to like talk as humans and like this is this is how i'm feeling right now in this space yeah um and not being afraid of whatever is going to come from that
0: yeah absolutely um yeah it's a lot of like personal responsibility
1: yeah and i think that's one thing um i feel like people who don't really understand poly one of the questions i get a lot is that like so y'all just aren't responsible. Like y'all just out here doing whatever. I'm wait, like, really? Yeah. Like I mean, I believe like, you,
0: but really? You know what I mean? Like, it's <laughs> oh, just like, but
1: I'm, I am so fucking responsible. So responsible. Much, so, so responsible. Yeah. There is so much communication. There is so much. So wait, um, why, uh,
0: wh- go back. Why do people think that you're
1: irresponsible? Yeah. I feel um, like a lot of people that I know that mm-hmm. are monogamous, they're. Idea of polyamory is is the lens that they see it is through unethical poly. So they, oh, so like just straight up yeah, cheating. just straight up cheating. Which is not polyamory. Or, yeah, which is not polyamory or like polyamory. is actually the opposite of it. Toxic poly. That, okay. That's the. That's those real. are their only lenses into polyamory. Okay, so I when think, they yeah.
0: people tend to think of polyamory as approved cheating yeah which is really interesting because Mm -hmm. cheating is by its nature not Not approved approved. (laughs) so (laughs) the word for approved cheating would actually just be polyamory that's like when people are like non-consensual sex and i'm like like, oh so rape yeah that's actually there's a word word for for that. (laughs) yeah and it's a completely separate word because it is not in fact sex exactly yeah so i i um now i'm on the same page i was like why would people think that you're out here being well to be fair there are a lot of people who are very irresponsible is that a word irresponsible i think so i'm not really good with english
1: even though that's my (laughs) first language and the only language so
0: (laughs) oh you know it's irregardless that's the word okay apparently irregardless is a word okay we're not going on that though but yes, irresponsible. There definitely are some people who are just very irresponsible and causing a lot of damage yeah. and also just like giving polyamory um that
1: a bad name. name. Yeah. yeah.
0: Cuz they just see how like they see that mess. It's mm-hmm. just fucking mess. It's a mess. And they're like, "Well, if I want a mess, I could just stay monogamous." Yeah. <laughs>
1: But I think that's like a that's a good thing to say, too, because it's like there's mess everywhere. Right. Yeah. And like where there's people, there's there's mess, mess, you know? Yeah. Um, But like how I said, there are a bunch of different ways to do monogamous relationships because there is so much visibility in representation in those relationships. When I think of myself in a monogamous relationship, I can sit and think about all the different ways I could be monogamous and be happy versus when you think of Polly poly which is why um me and my roommate started polytox is like mm-hmm. are there there's not a lot of representation of the different types of polyamory there are out yeah. there and like what people are really going through in their day-to-day lives in yeah. very healthy polyamorous yeah. relationships
0: exactly and
1: so when people think of polyamory they just automatically think of all the negative things it's just because there hasn't been a lot of positive yeah. things that have been just put out in the universe for you to see all the time yeah
0: I think people also think of poly as just like an excuse to be a hoe Mm. and I also don't think that's wrong I do think that that is a particular configuration yeah of polyamory Mm -hmm. where it's just like yeah I want to fuck a bunch of people yeah but what I'm not gonna do is be dishonest or unsafe about it right so every person who I'm fucking whether it's like for one time or whether it's like fuck buddies or whatever yeah. like know that i'm fucking other people mm-hmm. but we all have agreed on you know protected sex yeah. or you know whatever the fuck yeah um but then and that's like ways. great like okay Do that we? just sounds like responsible hoeing it's my dog over here to save the day <laughs> but it's, it just sounds like You're being really
1: honest with yourself on what you need and Mm -hmm. how you want to live your life and then being honest with the people around you on what you're doing and how you want to live your life. And everybody is choosing to say, okay, I accept that. Yeah. And
0: that's like, okay. You're either in or you out. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. But at least we all know exactly what is happening. There's no question. There's, there's no, no doubt.
0: There's yeah. no gray area. I think that it's like, it is something that, that people find hard to believe. I remember when my partner was dating, um, I guess now their ex-girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, and this happened, I guess, last year. Maybe around, wrong. <laughs> little lady. Um, the... the um, probably around this time or maybe like a little bit later like in in the fall but um, my partner went with their then girlfriend to like a football game Mm -hmm. like some football game like some college football game and, um, and like, which is not something I'm interested in doing right, to yeah. be abundantly clear. Like <laughs> I, I love, I love, love, love my partner and I love like having experiences with my partner. Yeah. but like, if I don't have to go to a football game, then I'm not gonna go. <laughs> I've been to so many football games, like working in the Panther stadium yeah. or like literally I was in marching band mm-hmm. for five years from like eighth grade to 12th grade. Like it's it's like not my thing, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: And so <laughs> my dog is being, um, needy, but, um, but yeah. And so my partner went and, um, and their, their aunt, their aunt or something like that was at the football game and their aunt knew me mm-hmm. and has met me. Been around. Mm-hmm. I've been to family dinners and shit. And, um, and they were like, well, who the fuck is this bitch? Yeah. <laughs> And, we're, and, we're and then we're calling my partner, like, oh, you're a cheater. Yeah. And my partner was like, I'm not a cheater. Like, kn- hi Kalea knows about, like, um her. And, like, Kalea knows exactly who I'm with and yeah. what I'm doing. Right. Like, this is not cheating. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know what I was. I was I, maybe I was at work or I was definitely minding my business. Yeah. Like, I was fine. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't, like, at home thinking I wish I was at a football game. Right. Definitely wasn't thinking that. Um, Hi, but like, yeah, and and so people were just like, and even though like they know Mm -hmm. that I know, they they still won't mention anything in front of me. Oh yeah, just in case I don't really know, and it's just like, no, ain't shit a secret. Like nothing nothing is a secret.
1: No, I used to get that a lot, especially because I. Unless you really know me, you don't really know that I'm poly or like know my business like that because it's not something that I'm like everybody I'm poly or at least I wasn't at the time so my partner at the time would go out with their then girlfriend and because I I was at the point in my life I was like I want to stay in bed and like you know smoke weed and bake cookies and you want (laughs) to go like party and get drunk and do whatever and i'm like yeah that sounds awful (laughs) i'm saying it sounds like i would have a horrible time and i would be hungover (laughs) for three days and (laughs) um i'm just gonna stay and like make my edibles and yeah hang out and then i would just get messages just like text messages and instagram messages like hey do you know you know your partner's out here with Oh, this girl wow. and like just like my phone would blow up and then like you know, and like, like i'm one, actually just trying to mind my business you know business. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> why can't you, you mind your, your business, business? <laughs> and then they were like oh i was just checking to make sure you were okay and but like actually no we're poly that's their girlfriend actually actually at the time we were all dating so yeah. actually that's our girlfriend that's my girlfriend as well yeah and like they're just having a date and i'm Having a self date, yeah. So yeah, thanks. Yeah, but like, no thanks. <laughs> I do. I
0: do think that part of people reporting, <laughs> reporting to you the whereabouts of your partner, it's, <laughs> is like, um, I, I, I think that like um, compulsive, compulsory um, heteronormativity mm-hmm. and monogamy, um, and really the patriarchy makes us feel like or tells us in some capacity. My dog is really like going hard um, at like making me pet her. But um, in some capacity makes you think that like or tells us that your partner is your one and only and your everything. and Mm -hmm. It's your best friend and it's your worst friend Mm -hmm. and it's your this and it's your that and that's the person who you eat dinner with every single night. And it's just like, yo, first of all, that's a lot for one person. Second of all, why does it have to be that way? Yeah. You know, like why why does this one person on the how many people are on this fucking planet? Yeah. Right? Um, why is just this one person your everything? Yeah. When there are so many amazing, wonderful, brilliant people out there, including your partner. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't want to give your partner space to like have some friends? Like, not even like polyamorous, mm-hmm. but like you want to be your partner's everything? Because yeah. that's a
1: lot of pressure. I was like, literally, we were um, on live on our Poly Talks, and I was talking about, I was like, I would love to have someone who would want to go somewhere with me. Like, when you think of like your forever partner, like mm-hmm. you're forever my date to everything. Yeah. And it's like, but what if I hate doing this thing? Yeah. I'm going to be miserable. You're going to know that I'm miserable. Yeah. We're not going to have as good of a time as we could have. Because we know that I don't like this thing. Yeah. Why not me just be happy for you to go do this thing with someone else? Yeah. So y'all can have like the most extreme best time you Yeah, y'all can have. make
0: all the jokes you and know, watch all if, the things and talk you, about all the sports balls. You know
1: that I don't know what you're... T- I have no clue what you're talking yeah. about. It's just like, like I love weddings. So I would love to have a wedding date. Like mm-hmm. a 100% of the time. Yeah. But my partner hates weddings right <laughs> like hates weddings and so I'm like oh it's so cute I'm crying it's great everything yeah. and they're brooding and it's like <laughs> it like it dampens the experience because yeah. you also are kind of now tailoring your good time to take care of your partner yeah. who's having a bad because time you so much for yeah. coming like you know just and stay and home just stay home <laughs> because I could have I could do bad all by myself and I can do amazing all by myself. Yeah. I oh, love that. Yeah. You know, we could also be amazing doing the things that we both together like to do. Yeah. And that be our experience as a couple. Yeah. There will never be like, um, my roommate was also talking about how like in some monogamous couples, they have like that, that hidden tally mark. Like well, I did this for you, Ooh, so what? now you have Ooh, to do no. this for me. It's like I didn't enjoy going to the movies with you, but you love this movie, so I went. So now you have to come mm. to this pottery class. It's with It's like me. a
0: tit for tat, yeah. Kind of thing. And it's like
1: I feel like with polyamorous relationships, it breaks you out of that, mm. yeah. But I think it also with with that, it requires I don't want to say less self care, but mm-hmm. less. Um individual self-care because you're always doing the things that you need to be doing for yourself so there never needs to be a time where you're like stop your life like not never but like it lessens that amount of time of you stopping your life to self-care because you haven't been taking care of yourself it's like no I've been doing all the things that I like to do yeah and I've been pouring into myself so like I'm just going to continue to do those things versus it being like well I just went to five sports games and now I need to (laughs) Sports now games. I need to go to, you know, get a pedicure. It's like, no, I went to get a pedicure while you were doing your, doing sports. your sports game. <laughs> Engaging in sports ball activities. <laughs> you know, goal. Yeah. Field. Hockey.
0: Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that's very true. And I think, like, on the time aspect, for me, that was one of the hardest things. Mm-hmm. Like, because even though my uh, current, like, primary partner and I were like polyamorous. We were really living very monogamously because mm-hmm. we were just like so far up each other's asses, and like it was great, and it is great. I love being up mm-hmm. their ass. Like I, I genuinely love like go doing the most mundane things and also doing very interesting, fun things with them. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but whenever I started dating someone, and then later like someone else and they started dating someone and you know it's just like this kind of thing we started dating other people it was very much like recognizing that now the time that we spend together can be so much more intentional mm-hmm. because we do live together and so that's easy time yeah. it's easy time clocked right yeah. because we're at the very least going to reconvene mm-hmm. after work Afterwards. in the same house you we know? only have one kitchen <laughs> right. so if we're going to get food we might as well just go ahead and make food together exactly. you know and so it was very easy and so whenever like we were dating other people or are i guess dating other people like it's a lot more um Like, okay, are you going to come home on Tuesday night? Oh, do you want to make dinner then? Or like, oh, like that movie is finally on Netflix. So let's watch that instead of like, oh, look, we found ourselves on the couch. And oh, look, something's on Netflix. Um, And that was something that it took us, I think, a little while to kind of find that balance because it does take more communication mm. instead of like well I just know I'm gonna go home and they're gonna be there yeah. because that's where we live yeah like,
1: literally <laughs> There has to be a rhythm of communication yeah of like
0: I'm going to go do this blah 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 yeah.
1: and then just like a heads up uh,
0: exactly exactly but then so, it makes
1: you see I feel like it makes me feel a little bit more seen because by my partners because it is so much more intentional mm-hmm. even though we would have been doing the same things anyway yeah but you just saying like hey i'm not coming home just so you know Mm -hmm. it's like oh so you just wanted to let me know that you aren't coming home instead of me just assuming i feel seen as a person that's important like it's important for me to communicate with you yeah therefore i feel like
0: better i'm also very much like an over communicator (laughs) and i used to feel really embarrassed about it but then i'm like but who but like when it all boils down to it who was misunderstood because mm. it wasn't me because I overcommunicated mm. the fuck out of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're all like, you all know what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling, whatever. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think like the communication, even though like I'm a natural overcommunicator, and it's probably definitely because of my anxiety, but like um, I definitely had to be more intentional of like, I am coming home tonight mm-hmm. and then I'm going to go to the gym and then I'm going to go hang out mm-hmm. with such and such. Instead of like watch and find out. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah.
1: Because then that just it creates like a weird space because if you like watch and find out and you guess, okay, they're gonna come home, stay home. I'm gonna make dinner and now now I've made dinner and you're about to go have dinner with somebody. Yeah, like, feelings what, are hurt. hurt. Because there was no communication as to like just what your plans are. And yeah. it's not like I need your approval or your yeah. like say so like yes, this is okay for you to go do this. Yeah. But I just want you to know that this is what I'm going to do there so that there is no miscommunication. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Okay. Absolutely. And also choosing to use the tools. Mm-hmm. Because I think sometimes people choose to not use the tools because then that makes their somehow makes their partner look worse. Like yeah. for instance, coming home for dinner, mm-hmm. right? I know that my partner has another partner. I know that sometimes they will eat dinner with them. Mm -hmm. Um, But I am going to not listen to their plans Mm -hmm. and pretend like I didn't hear. And I'm going to make this whole dinner so that whenever they come home, after having dinner with Mm -hmm. their other partner, they can feel really bad. Yeah. Because... Oh, didn't I tell you? I'm so sorry. I thought I told you. I put it in the calendar. Yeah, because <laughs> we love a Google calendar. Because we love a
1: Google. Calendar.
0: <laughs> you know, and like I was just doing that mm-hmm. because I knew it was gonna make them feel bad. Right. Which is like, but like that—that's the kind of shit that people be doing yeah. sometimes. And I'm like, you're not the kind of person that needs to be poly. And,
1: and that's really, really like, I would love to say that everybody can be poly. But the truth of the matter is, there's some people that really, it's just not for you. Yeah. And it's like, um, I've I've been finding recently, I have a lot more people that have been filtering in and out of my life that were like, I thought I was poly, and then I tried it, and now I'm not. And now they know that about and them themselves. Know that, and then there are some people that are like, I'm not, but my partner is, and so I'm choosing to stay in this monogamous space, and they're in a poly space, and... I've only seen that work once, so (laughs) I have questions about that. I have I have lots of questions.
0: My question (laughs) uh, is, isn't that still poly?
1: Technically, yeah, right, because they're in a poly relationship, but
0: they themselves don't. They just don't have other partners. They don't
1: have other partners, or that's
0: still to me that's still poly, right? Yeah, like to me it is, but like I've had just a different type of poly people. Say that, it, no, it's not Polly because I'm not dating anyone else. And I'm like, you hopped into this relationship knowing that this person who you were trying to partner up has a full partner. <laughs> True. So this wasn't like, surprise. Like, yeah. I'm actually, like, you've known from the from the jump, you know? Yeah. I and think... so I think... It's interesting how people will almost explain things away. When I'm just like, it's cool if you're if you don't if it's like not your, if it's not your thing, then like don't don't be Polly. Mm-hmm.
1: Because you're only gonna hurt yourself at the end of the
0: day. Yeah. Like and you're more. gonna fuck up like another relationship's like good vibes. Yeah. Like yeah. they were fine. Yeah. Because they they existed before you mm-hmm. and they'll exist after you, but you came in and like just. I don't know. Put a rain cloud over shit. Mm-hmm. Whenever all you had to do is just be like, you know what? I'm actually not cool that yeah. you have a partner who's not me. Yeah, I'm gonna go find someone who wants just me as a partner. Right. You know what? There are so many monogamous people out there in the world. Yeah, they really are. Just, just be with one of them. Just, be, just do that. Yeah, because we over here fine. Yeah, I'm minding my business.
1: <laughs> <laughs> really, I feel like uh, that was one of the things. I saw recently, like, a poly meme, and it was like, what are poly people doing minding their business? And I was like, <laughs> but that's really true, because I just they don't do. be, I don't care what y'all monogamous yeah. motherfuckers out there doing. Like, I, I really have a really
0: what they're doing. I, yeah, I, don't, <laughs> I care. don't care. Like, I, 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 I don't, don't care, but I also
1: don't know. I, I genuinely have no, like, want to, like, meddle in your business. Be like, how do you, how do you function? <laughs> when like no like like, (laughs) (laughs) but like people really
0: they'll be like so what happens if i'm like is this your relationship okay i have a fun question that i got asked okay Okay. so um i have friend Mm -hmm. who was I, i mentioned something i was like yeah my partner and their girlfriend are at the house Or some shit. Uh, Or, like, we're at the house. uh, I was like, this was, like, a past story that I was telling them. uh, It's like, we're at the house. And they were like, okay. And they were like... And she was like, what if they were having sex? And I was just like, well, I know that they have sex. Because some relationships involve sex. Yeah. And she was like, you don't want to just join in? And I was like, do you know how sex works? (laughs) You don't just join in to sex. That's not we there would have to be like a conversation right. at the very least. Or a little knock on the you door. Know? <laughs> Can I? Yeah. Like. And I was just like, no, I don't I don't have sex with this mm-hmm. person. I only have sex with my partner. Because mm-hmm. at the time I wasn't I don't think I was dating anyone else. And, um, and she was just like, but aren't you like tempted? And I was like, no, I'm not tempted to have sex with someone else's girlfriend. <laughs> like what? I don't, I don't understand. And I think that's, that was like such a weird, uncomfortable conversation mm. to have. Cause I was like, I just didn't get like, why would you think that? Like what, why would you think that I would just like, walk into a room and just join in like is that a fantasy
1: I think a lot of people one think of poly sometimes they don't think of it as there's a differentiation sometimes between your girlfriend and my
0: girlfriend even though we are together mm. you know what I what I'm understand saying? that, like, and, so and and there like are partnerships s- and in that space I guess polycules yeah like that but that I was like abundantly clear I was like I'm not dating her yeah like literally I think and, I've been around her like three times or some shit like that like and the part of just I'm just not attracted to everybody I'm not you know it's the, it's the truly same not. thing
1: of like When I say I'm attracted to girls and they'll be like, are you, are you attracted to me though? Like, no, I'm not attracted to every girl. (laughs) You know what I mean? But it's the same space of like, just because my partner likes them and they're attracted to them doesn't mean that I'm attracted to them. One. And then the whole part about like, I, I was having a conversation and this guy, he was like, well, I just assume that my partner has sex with every partner that they have. I just assume like whether and no, whether or not i know they are I just yeah. assume like it's just a part of relationships you mm-hmm. could be or you could not be yeah and it's really none of my business but yeah. i just assume that you are because you could be yeah you know what i'm saying and like it's just a space of not holding so much contempt for sexual relationships that your partner has but mm-hmm. then also not having to be in the middle of a sexual relationship that your partner has like i don't have to have sex with your partner yeah. for me to be okay with y'all having sex
0: yeah i don't and need also, to be included sometimes i don't want to be included yeah.
1: sometimes i really don't want to be included and like, also
0: like sometimes i'm just like, like, I'm just like I, I as much as i love sex like i don't actually don't want to have sex with like everyone yeah
1: and also for me personally threesomes are real complicated mm. i'm not a real big person on threesomes I I much rather like four, mm-hmm. like an even number of things. I've just had really bad experiences with threesomes, and mm-hmm. so I just always like if my partner was having sex with somebody else, I would never want to go in the middle of that because yeah. it would just be like so. This is just be a bad time. Yeah, <laughs> 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 bad time for me, <laughs> for me specifically. Yeah, so yeah I was yeah. like, No, nah, I'm I'll good on that. Yeah. yeah, that's so funny. <laughs>
0: And you think <laughs> you. Nah. Yeah. You
1: close this door and go about my business. I do think weird. a
0: lot of people, I guess you're right, think, think of polyamory in terms of just sex. Um, but
1: I've, I've, I've come to terms with one, I love relationships regardless of what they look like for mm-hmm. me. And like a lot of the relationships that I have with people that I would say are very intimate mm-hmm. are non-sexual in the least bit. Mm-hmm. Even and then some, the ones that I do have that are sexual, sexual are hypersexual. Like that is mm-hmm. like one of the things that draws together as like a relationship. Mm-hmm. But my relationships with people and they they can be romantic and intimate, but they're not sexual. Mm-hmm. And people really get confused by that. And I'm yeah. like, sometimes I get so much more out of sitting and talking about the stars with somebody for four hours than Mm -hmm. I would if we if the two of us specifically had sex because what if it's just not for it like it's just sometimes (laughs) it's just not for two beings to have sex like we just don't have that vibe yeah and then the sex is gonna be awful if we don't if we don't have that vibe Mm, yeah and I'd much rather have an amazing conversation over and over and over again with you and share this space than for us to ruin it with sex yeah and you us. can
0: also get like sex elsewhere. Yeah, exactly. I think sometimes people think of sex as like in like some weird sort of like scarcity mentality. <laughs> and there's like, actually a lot of people out there you can have sex with. Yeah. And like myself. maybe and maybe there's ooh, <laughs> let's not forget about our first love. You know the <laughs> like, homegirl can get the job
1: done so <laughs> in a hurry. I know how to do you know what I'm saying? I know myself. I don't need them on the spot. Yes. You
0: know what I'm saying? That's so true. But, you (laughs) know, I've honestly, like, remember hearing, and this was, like, way back when, like, over 10 years ago, of the question of, is masturbation um, moral when you're in a, it would be a married relationship, because these are people who, like, don't have sex before marriage. Or don't admit that they yeah. have sex before marriage, um, but yeah, and they're like, well, you know, no, because like that's cheating on your husband, and I was just like, okay, so you can't even touch your own self, <laughs> like, yeah, that's,
1: that's a scary space to be. I mean, I've been in that space where I was just like, nah. Now it's more of like a. Sometimes it's an energy release. That's all you sometimes need. I just want to go to sleep. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> sometimes I just it helps need me to... go to sleep. Like I'm like, God, I'm like yeah. almost, I'm almost asleep, but I'm not doing I'm not, it. Let me yeah. just like that real quick. Yeah, let me
1: just knock one out. That's yeah,
0: it. and then I just and
1: everybody's happy. And then I'm asleep. Us like, like knock the fuck mm-hmm. out. Yeah, and it's necessary. Sometimes
0: yeah. <laughs> I think it's interesting people's like ideas of sex and ownership of. Not just themselves, but like also their partner. Right. And I think that for a lot of people, sex with their partner is <clears throat> some weird exertion of ownership.
1: Hmm. Yeah. I mean, and I would say that for me personally, sex is self-care for me uh-huh. And there was a long period of time where I went without sex uh-huh. in a, in a poly relationship and like not on purpose. And I didn't realize how much it was weighing on me that I wasn't having sex. Mm -hmm. And when I started having sex, I was like, oh, now I feel fully taken care of. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it was, I mean, sex with other people, masturbation, all the different types. And I was like, this is what I need. I needed this space because this is also a part of self-care for me. Yeah. Is to have sex and, you know, have a nut every now and then. Mm -hmm. Like, that's necessary me to be like to look in the mirror and be like girl you bad (laughs) it's you you know feeling really good about myself and just being bringing me more into my body and just being like
0: okay girl yeah we good we good over here because
1: we we
0: fool Mm -hmm. that's such a good point yeah and I think like I don't remember who I was talking with about this but like I think there's like different types of sex Mm -hmm. right? right Um, And I think that people, I know me personally, I was taught, um, because I grew up in the church, a Christian church, and and, in a portion of my life in like kind of purity culture, which is terrible and toxic, but um, told that like, you know, every time you have sex, it's like this amazing spiritual thing that you're giving to your husband. Yeah. (laughs) can't see me rolling my eyes but hope you can hear that um and but sometimes you're like you have sex because you're bored yeah um sometimes you have sex because like you're inexplicably wet
1: yeah <laughs> sometimes so. you have sex because like there was a good sex scene on the tv
0: and, and you're like you're turned rolling. on you're like i don't know how i got here yeah, but here we are here we are. and so i think like when people who are not poly um look in and they see sex happening with multiple people not necessarily at the same time but like you know you have like multiple sex partners in some capacity like then they're like you're having these deep spiritual like. Moments yeah. with all of these people, and I'm like, no, sometimes I'm just like fucking this person because, like, wow, this person's great at fucking, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but, like, I don't maybe want to have a conversation with them, you know. And like, sometimes you are having, like, you know, earth shattering, you know, soul bearing, right, right chakra lining, you know, sex. Um, and so I think that, like, realizing that as human beings, we are capable of the dynamic range of expressions of love, expressions Mm -hmm. of life, expressions of, um, gratitude Mm -hmm. and, and appreciation and reverence. Um, and it doesn't necessarily have to look one particular way. The dog, um, we got way off topic and that is totally fine. I love a tangent (laughs) or several. Um, so back to self-care. Um, what is something that you need to improve on in self-care
1: I would say sober self-care. Ooh, okay. Because I smoke a lot of weed Mm -hmm. and I also drink a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes, especially with weed, because with alcohol, I have learned to curb my appetite for the stuff. Um, But with weed, sometimes it's like I'm doing all the self-care, but sometimes I still feel spiritually or mentally exhausted. And I'm Mm. like,
0: why? wow okay. i did
1: this thing and i did this thing and yeah. i did this thing and then i realized i'm like when was the last time you didn't consume thc like period mm-hmm. and it's like when was a? because also with weed and and the way i consume because i also make edibles it's like the way i consume it it's like i have thc present in my bloodstream at all times mm-hmm. for the most part and it's mm-hmm. like when was the last time that wasn't a thing yeah and so then it's like all right girl let's take a let's take a week <laughs>
0: Oh, or a couple so of days. You just is like anyone? kick my dog. Oh, she's no, on her no, back. No. Oh god. <laughs> sorry. <parents>. I know. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> that's what it was like. Oh, I'm oh, so oh. sorry, mama.
1: And she's like, "It's cool. It's, it's cool. Cold. It's cool." Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's hungry. Um,
0: dinner is on. <laughs> dinner time is soon. Okay.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, just doing all the things that I do on a on a daily basis mm-hmm. for my self care to do them in a sober mind. Mm-hmm. That's one thing that I really need to get better at. Do you use just,
0: um do you use weed and um alcohol as part of your self-care ever? Um
1: yes, sometimes. So like alcohol definitely when it's like a space of like I haven't hung out with my girlfriend in 6 months. We got to catch up on and next thing you know we're like three bottles of <laughs> wine in and we're yeah. just we're just chatting. You yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the yeah. best time ever. It is. And so, yes, definitely. Uh-huh. Or, like, even for myself, I like to, I mean, like, I, I like to cook, but I also like to make things. So, I'll yeah. be like, ooh, I got this, my favorite tequila, mm-hmm. and then I made this, you know, juice stuff, and I'm about to yes. make a, a cocktail for myself so I can feel bougie and pretty. <laughs> you know
0: what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That'll
1: be part of my self-care. Yeah. Um, With weed weed is definitely like sometimes i will be like alright I'm about to get high out of my mind and just meditate <laughs> for hours it's me. you know what I'm saying yes. like just hours and I'm like yeah. and I can sit there and like five hours later i just be like
0: oh man that's great yes. you know what I'm saying that yes. was or,
1: um, or like I have a THC cream and <laughs> um, masturbation is really great with that, with that.
0: bitch yeah. Um, Listen.
1: There's a lot of things that do with the marijuana plant that are part of my self care.
0: My pussy on some weed. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah, praise Yeah. No,
1: you know what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's for me the plant it, like marijuana is really really good for all the different things that I like to do that mm-hmm. bring out my creativity. Yeah. And um and figuring out extract like just like mentally doing the extraction process and like mm-hmm. you know um using my brain that's also part of my self-care mm-hmm. so like with uh making edibles and and tinctures and all sorts of things with the marijuana plant that's part of my self-care of like making this stuff not necessarily yeah. consuming it yeah too so um but yeah also self-care around family members i do, because i am so far removed physically from mm-hmm. anybody in my um my any of my blood relatives that when i go home or have to go into spaces with them mm-hmm. m- all my self-care goes out the window really yeah mm-hmm. i like all of a sudden i'd like fall i easily fall back into old bad habits that aren't necessarily filling in myself so i feel like i those spaces, I definitely need to get a little bit better in when we're like face to face in that space. Do you
0: feel like that's a boundaries thing?
1: Yeah, definitely. Okay, definitely. And with boundaries, I'm very new to creating them for myself. Mm. So when I do end up in spaces where I'm not, I haven't ever created boundaries, it's like, how do I do this? Yeah, <laughs> how yeah. am I supposed to go about this? So, yeah, um, I
0: understand that.
1: So I've been trying to formulate a plan on how to get through stuff like that because i'm trying to be the fullest bad bitch of myself Mm -hmm. for forever Mm -hmm. so like all of these things they're coming and they're time for me to figure out and like plan and make sure that are part of like who i am and what i do for myself
0: that's good um what is something that you excel at in self-care
1: I think I excel at just doing it in general. Okay. Because I like do it every day. Like, especially recently, it's just been like, I just wake up and I start doing the things that I need to do for Mm -hmm. myself. I make my tea and Mm -hmm. I go on my walk and I, you know, rub my face with my oils that are just mixed together. And Mm -hmm. like, you know, I'm the implementation of doing it every day. Once I implement it, I'm really good at it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You're you like and you are good at a routine. Mm Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Oh Manifestation Mash. Ooh. (laughs) I've been looking forward
1: to this the whole time.
0: (laughs) It's fun. Okay. So Manifestation Mash is a um kind of a spin-off of a childhood game where you are basically telling your future by having four different categories. Mm-hmm. Um, the I guess original the original child's game is um, what kind of house you'll live in or like what kind of home you'll live in, who you'll marry, how many kids you'll have and what kind of car you'll drive. Um, but because manifestation is like for real and the universe is always listening Um, I figured kind of putting the spin on it where you are literally, um, putting into the universe, anything that you would actually really like to do or wouldn't mind doing or being or having. Um, so the first category is, um, geographically, where would you like to live?
1: Somewhere near water and near like forest, somewhere in the middle of,
0: okay. Between forest and water.
1: Yeah. All right, I have four of them, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, hot, just just hot, hot. <laughs> hot. I hate snow. I hate well, like, anything. You and me like, both. Winter is like not a thing. Yeah. Um. Uh, I want to say Barcelona. I've always wanted to live in Barcelona, at okay. least for a year or two, in okay. general. Since I was a kid. Have you ever been? No. I would, I've, I have seen from, I've been to Italy and Mm -hmm. like, so I've seen parts of Spain from Mm -hmm. Italy and that kind of space, but I always thought, I was like, I want to go. Yeah. Um, and Philly. Okay. Even though Philly can get cold, but I love Philly. I do hear hear it.
0: It is very cold. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Um, those are all very different places. So I'm excited to see what happens. (laughs) Next is your career slash what do you, like your dream activity of what you would like to do for the rest of your life. Um, music in
1: some capacity. Okay. Um, a, um, like a consultation chef.
0: Ooh, okay.
1: Um, what does that mean? Um, basically the person that creates menus for people or creates diets for people, like
0: you've kind of done that before,
1: just on a, on a smaller scale, but definitely like as my career is like a, uh, a consultation Mm -hmm. business of like, we come to you to create this stuff for us, um, to outsource our, our needs. Um, a non-profit organization runner person.
0: And
1: stay-at-home mom.
0: All right. Next category, home building.
1: So, a container, like a shipping container
0: house.
1: Okay. Love Is that ones. like
0: the same thing as like a tiny house or?
1: No, no. Okay. It's, I mean, it can be, like a tiny house can be made out of a shipping container, uh-huh. but in the aspect of like every room is a different shipping container and they like are conjoined oh. by different structures, you, so it's very much like an outside
0: wow okay house. Kind That's of space. cool. I don't think I've ever seen. I've seen people who live in a shipping container, mm-hmm. but I think it was more like tiny a house. Tiny style. house style.
1: That's really neat. Um, okay. a tiny house. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, a glass house.
0: Okay, what does that mean?
1: Like, like. majority of the house is windows oh that sounds amazing you know I love natural light so like I I watched this movie one time It was called the glass house but it was a scary movie I feel like Sandra Bullock was in it I think Um, I know yeah but it was like the house was like majority windows and I was like I would love that I would love to just walk around naked Mm -hmm. and like out yeah you know and then even at night like at night you could see all the stars from mm. inside of your house yeah. because everything is glass mm-hmm. um how many is that that's three that's three one more one more a ranch style house okay out in the middle of
0: nowhere okay and last one is your legacy mm. Um, describe to me one more time exactly what you um, about. like when you leave the planet mm-hmm. what do you want to be remembered for mm.
1: kindness okay
0: just in general
1: um performing like the space and energy that I create when performing okay um Uh, My nonprofit artist houses.
0: Say that again. Nonprofit. Nonprofit nonprofit
1: artist housing.
0: Okay. Mm. One more. (laughs) You're almost done. Uh,
1: Authenticity. Like, just like being real authentic with everybody. Every person I meet.
0: All right. Ooh, okay. That was hard. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the easy part. Okay. Uh, if you choose a number between one and eleven. Five. Five. Great. So now I'm gonna count, and at the at the fifth of every one of these, uh-huh. I'm gonna eliminate it. Okay. Okay. Shipping container house. Dang. <laughs> the first That's flow my favorite one. <laughs> okay, but what I always say, because, you know, it's a game, is that it doesn't mean that it's not going to happen, no, but maybe it's not going to be like what you do for the rest of your life. True facts. Okay. Chef consultation. All right. Nonprofit artist housing. Okay. Philly. Nonprofit operations person. (laughs) Between forest and water. Ranch and bumfuck nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) Authenticity. Music. All right, so for your career, we have stay-at-home mom. Heard. No glass house. So for your home building, we have a tiny house. Okay. <laughs> Kindness. So for your legacy, we have your, I put performance vibes. Yeah, <laughs> I dig it. Barcelona, that's the winner of barcelona okay so are you ready for your life okay here we go <clears throat> you will be a stay-at-home mom who lives in a tiny house in barcelona españa mm. and you'll be known for your performance vibes yeah i think that like, like that's pretty that lovely matches <laughs> me pretty well man mm-hmm. yes. let me write your name i'm into that that's cool Awesome! Yeah, congratulations on your excellent life. Thank you so much. <laughs> Very excited. Woo, Whenever you do get that uh, tiny house, let me know, and I'll head out there. I will not stay in the tiny house. Okay, fine. With you and all your kids. You know, because I will be a stay-at-home mom. Yes, yeah, <laughs> but I will visit you. Cool. <laughs> okay, so um, next we would have either listener letters, or if you have a bit of advice that you want to give. Um, right now we don't have any listener letters, but if you do have a listener letter, I can keep it anonymous, or I can just put your name out there if you want, um, and you can send your listener letters to Podcast at gmail.com, that's n-a-m-a-s-e podcast at gmail.com, or you can slide in the DMs on Instagram at podcast um, on Instagram. Alright, do you have any advice?
1: Um... I would just say the best advice that I've been giving myself lately is just to be completely who I am, good, bad, or ugly in all situations, because then whatever comes back to you will be for you, Mm -hmm. whether it's clearing space for something new or exactly, or giving you exactly what you thought you needed at the time. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just being in a space where you, every day you wake up and you say, I'm going to be me. Yeah. Whatever that means for you, that Absolutely.
0: day. Absolutely, yeah, that's lovely. Ah, and now it's time for promotions. Oh, tell me all the amazing things, which is approximately a <laughs> thousand, uh, that you do. Um, talk about yourself. So yeah, so my name's my artist name is Celeste
1: Moonchild. I have um, an edibles business with. Uh, Brianna Blackman called BJ Snatch Treats. You can find us on Instagram at BJ Snatch. Um, I also have a podcast or a podcast-ish. It's a live conversation um, with my roommate who is also a queer poly person. And we uh, talk about polyamory. It's called Poly Talks. You can find us at Instagram at poly.talks. I am an artist so I perform and I sing and I write and I rap um, and so I do have some songs out on all streaming platforms and so you can find those under the artist name slash Moonchild on pretty much anything, Tidal, Apple, Music, Spotify, Pandora. Um, and then I'm also a nudist and a nude muse model um, with an OnlyFans yes um, <laughs> and you can find any of that information on my Insta- my nude instagram which is nude moon um yeah at nude moon on instagram and then you can find me regular me celeste <laughs> at um celeste underscore Moonchild on instagram so yeah I think that's everything oh I'm a chef too but you know <laughs> you can just come to my house and I'll make you some food <laughs>
0: it's true, it's true. <laughs> that was uh, I was trying to keep track of how many instagrams that was was that five uh four four, four. only four okay I have four Instagrams I'm currently officially. like managing three. And I'm like... Ooh. It's stressful. Yeah, it is stressful. I had to, like, learn how to, like, cut notifications <laughs> on my phone. I was like, I'm not getting a notification. I had literally, like, gone in the settings and was like, don't send me shit. Yeah. But now I have to do it. Now you I have to enjoyed. be like, actually yeah. send
1: me shit. Um,
0: yeah. So, <laughs> uh, that's fun. But, all right. Well, um, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Yeah, thank you for inviting um, me. Y'all can follow me, um, follow Namaste Podcast. On Instagram, it's Namashe Podcast. Um, and if you um, want to be on the show, or if you have like a listener letter, um, or if you have a product that you want to promote, um, or something like that, like an ad, then you can um, send me an email to Namashe Podcast, N A M A S E Podcast at gmail.com. And um, there was one more thing i wanted to say oh um we're like on a lot of different podcast platforms so we are on apple podcasts and spotify those are the two that kind of come to mind um and so find us namaste podcasts mm-hmm. and um thanks y'all so namaste and ashe mm-hmm. Yeah.